You ready? Showtime. On May 3rd, summer starts with the fall guy. Let's do it later. Let's drink a spicy margarita. Make some bad decisions. Yes. Audiences are falling in love with the most entertaining film of the year. Fall guy. Fall guy. Fall guy. That's what the poster said. See Ryan Gosling and Emily Blunt in the movie critics say exists to make you happy. Trying to make it out? Because nope. I don't either. It's not what I'm into right now. What are you into? Talking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Fall Guy. Only in theaters May 3rd. Read it PG-13. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. What's up, guys? Welcome to another episode of Wrestling Road. Welcome to this very exciting episode of Wrestling Road because I have a very special guest. And I have my little brother joining me today. Thank you for joining me. No problem. How's it going? I'm doing well. How are you? I'm pretty good. All right. So today we'll be talking about the Jake Paul versus Ben Askin fight that happened a few weeks ago. I know this episode is a little late. But the Paul brothers, they have been getting a little buzz around the boxing era. So I want to I want to talk about them a little bit. Um, what do you think about the Paul brothers? Uh, personally, I don't like them at all. I think they're kind of like phonies. They don't box actual boxers. I just think that it's like a hype scheme. They're just wanting to get attention and clout out of something and it's going to bite them in the ass afterwards right I, you know i agree with you but um jake honestly i think is a little more cocky than logan i have a little more respect for logan for sure because, for sure because he is fighting floyd mayweather soon you know if you look at jake paul he's not fighting actual boxers he's fighting you know these youtubers and um yeah it's it's sad because these guys, I get that they want to come come up as boxers, but at the same time, uh, prove yourself. Yeah, I don't know though. I just feel like once the time comes to fight Mayweather, I feel like something's gonna come up and Logan's not gonna be able to do it, or there's gonna be something to where it'll give Logan a fair chance. I just don't think he's ready to be fighting somebody on the level as like Mayweather. Well, not only that, but when you look at the McGregor versus Mayweather fight and all the rules and restrictions that McGregor had as well, you got to you got to think that that's going to come into play with the exactly. same type of right. There's no doubt in my mind there's going to be a, some type of rule set for this fight for the Mayweather and Logan Paul fight because this is Logan Paul's first time facing an actual boxer. Yes. And you know, Logan Paul, he's never fought a boxer this high level before. True. That's why all these other boxers, because with Jake being so cocky, he's stepping up and actually about to fight an actual boxer. I mean, he claims to be an actual boxer, so he has to fight an actual boxer. All this time, they've just been fighting basketball players or other youth. Now that Jake has been being cocky. You have all these big name 
legit boxers who are calling Jake out and saying, all right, if you think you're a real boxer and you're in the fight business, come fight me. Like Canelo Alvarez. He called Jake Paul out, and I don't think Jake's going to do it because <laughs> he will get messed up. Yeah, well, I, I think Jake knows that. You know, I think that's why with this Ben Askren versus Jake Paul fight, you know, Jake Paul was originally supposed to fight Dylan Danis, McGregor's teammate. But something mm-hmm. happened with that fight. Now he got Ben Askren, which he knew who was already a retired MMA fighter. And yeah. Everybody knew Ben Askren wasn't a boxer to begin with. Yeah, Ben Askren is a wrestler. He's an MMA wrestler, not a boxer. Everybody, before Jake Paul even called out Ben Askren, I was already seeing videos of people making fun of Ben Askren for his striking. Like, he's not a striker. Everybody knew that. And so out of the entire list of people that Jake Paul could have picked, he picked the person who doesn't have good striking. Right. And, and honestly, I don't, I don't see Jake Paul ever fighting a boxer. I think he will, but he's going to pick somebody who either A, has a horrible record, or somebody who just is in it for the money and not going to like, actually try. And even if they don't actually try, they're still going to get whooped. Right. Um, I think the Paul brothers are going to get exposed soon. Um, I hope so. I hope so, because they're not boxers. They want their 15 minutes of fame. And um, if, they, if they do fight any boxers, it'll be maybe a YouTuber that they pick out of you know, a random hat or whatever. But... Um, or, or maybe even another MMA fighter with um, w- limited striking ability. Yeah. Like, I'm trying to think of somebody who they could pick. Another like, he was, he was talking, um, Jake Paul was actually talking about fighting Daniel Cormier, which would never no, that happen. Was, that's, that, that's Yeah, that would never happen. Because of the whole weight thing, but. Um, well, I don't know, because Ben Aspen definitely. Wasn't in Jake Paul's weight class. He, he was a little <laughs> bit bigger. <laughs> he got that dad bod, but uh. <laughs> yeah. Snoop Dogg even said whenever he was uh, commentating on it, he said, "Askren's built like a milk truck." It, uh, um, it it took Askren a long time to get in shape. We all knew yeah. he wasn't in shape, but not only to get in shape, but to learn boxing. You know, you you face fighters in MMA your whole career and then have to step into boxing like this. Yeah, he, he was an Olympic wrestler, was in the UFC as a wrestler. He did good in the UFC until he had that fight against Masvidal. And then, I don't know, just after that, it seems like he let himself go. Which yeah, is expected, like, after you get out, you retire, everything. It's expected to, like, let yourself go a little bit, but I don't know. Yeah. I just feel like he probably could have prepared more for it. Yeah, I, th- I think he was in it more for the money than anything. This is more oh, of just a sure. payday. He had a huge check coming. Yeah, winner, winner, lose. He's if you think about it, he's still a winner regardless because he's getting paid. So yeah, he's getting paid, and he didn't embarrass himself. Jake embarrassed himself throughout the entire sequence before the fight, after the fight, everything. Like at the press conference. He was getting in Ben Askren's face, talking all his crap, and Ben Askren just pushed all cocky, pushed him in the face and pushed him. And all Jake Paul had to do was just slap him on the belly. Right. Um, I thought that was hilarious. Yeah, you know, Ben Askren 
it was kind of like a if you think about it, it's kind of like a teenager versus like a stepdad or like a exactly <laughs> um you got the cocky teenager and the uh you know the the 39 year old stepdad all mature and you know but it's it, it's good to see ben Askren, you know not take that so hard like jake paul yeah. in, in your face and but and it's clear, like, it's completely clear that, like, Ben Askin doesn't really care that much because he went on a, the podcast with Jake's brother, Logan. Honestly, Logan seems like a cool dude. Um, yeah, Logan, Logan's very laid back and, like, chill. Like, he can be cocky sometimes, but, like, I feel like he's more in for it for fun. Like, it's just, like, a hobby. Like, yeah, he can get cocky with it, but not nearly as bad as Jake is. Jake thinks that oh he's had this is before he fought Ben Askren but he thought oh I've had two not I don't consider those professional fights because he fought a ex basketball player two people who have no experience if he was a professional he'd be fighting somebody who's been training for years and years and years right and, and on he's, go ahead now go ahead what, what were you gonna say but um now that Jake Paul's out here saying this is the fight business. This is what I do. This is I'm meant for this and all this and that. And the press conference, he's getting all this attention from bigger name boxers, and it's gonna catch up with him. Like he's gonna get caught in a situation that he can't back out of. He's gonna regret it. Well, he he wants the attention. That's what he wants. Um, he wants his little bit of fame. I get that, but if you want to make a name for yourself, at least fight an actual fighter with mm-hmm. an actual record. And that's what Logan's doing. And whether he beat Ben Askren or not, it's still a joke. People are still laughing. I don't know. Just watching the fight, I watched it right before I got on here with you. I was just seeing him in the ring. He's trying to act too much like McGregor. Oh, definitely. Like, I know McGregor, yes, is a phenomenal UFC fighter. Like, I give McGregor all the credit, but his cockiness. Like, if... There's a video on YouTube somewhere that you can find. It's of somebody posted about how Jake Paul is trying to be McGregor, and it shows a clip of McGregor doing something, and then it'll switch to Jake Paul, and Jake Paul will do that exact same thing, acting the exact same way. And he's just trying to be McGregor, and I think it's funny. He thinks he's the McGregor of boxing, which he's not. Floyd Mayweather is the McGregor of boxing. Um, Yeah, I I don't think – Jake Paul really knows what he's doing. He's not good on the mic. He, you know, he um if you look at the press conference, how bad Ben Askren embarrassed Jake Paul. Oh, for sure. I watched the whole thing. Jake and Paul how- was just trying to talk as much shit as possible, as much shit, and Ben Askren was just coming back with it. It was just so funny. <laughs> and how calm Askren was the whole time. I mean, it, it was just like I said, it's like a teenager versus like that stepdad type feel. Yep. But another thing that can be like, and this isn't me like trying to defend Jake Paul, but like he's he is still kind of new to this, and Ben Askren's been in it pretty much his whole life. So like, just like if you were to get into a street fight, you have all that adrenaline going, you're talking that shit to somebody, and then if it's somebody who knows how to fight, that person's not going to be back talking shit. They're going to be sitting there just waiting, waiting for your move. If you're going to fight, you're going to fight. I agree. You know, um, 
question for you about this fight. You said you watched the fight. Yep. Do you think the fight was rigged? Mm. Part of me thinks it, but part of me at the same time is like, nah. Because, at, all right, so Ben Askren did what Ben Askren does. Like, and the, like he's in a, a phenomenal MMA mixed martial artist. Like, don't get me wrong. His striking isn't too good. And I've, before the fight was even scheduled with Jake Paul, I had already seen videos of people making fun of Ben Askren striking. Well, his, he's not a striker. He's a wrestler, like I said. And go into the fight striking like that, I just figured he'd have better defense. But once he got out and he stood back up and he was, like, walking towards the ref like the ref asked him to, the ref called it off, even though Ben Askren looked at the ref and he was like, why? So I think there might have been something right there, but you can never tell. Makes you think if the ref was paid off. Yeah. Exactly, because Ben Askren did stand up. He did stand up. The ref was sitting there. He told Jake Paul to back up into his corner. He looked back at Ben, told him to walk towards me. Ben walked towards him, and he called the fight off right then and there. I don't understand why. You told him to walk towards you. Was it – did he take too many steps? Did he stumble? Well, I mean, I I watched the fight also, but um, it looked like he did stumble coming up, but he was coherent. He was – Oh, for put, sure. Putting his hands up and everything, and he was ready to go. Now, in a normal yeah, box, he, he was fully ready to go. In a normal boxing match, if, if a fighter says, "Hey, I'm ready to go. I'm good," they continue the fight. That's not how a fight is supposed to go. Yeah, no. I've watched professional boxing matches where the person will get knocked down, and it's almost they almost count to ten, and he stands back up, and then they're still stumbling, but they're coherent and they're doing what the ref says, and then they get let back in just to get knocked out again. Yeah, it's um, it's unfortunate for Ben Askren, but um, again, he did make this payday. Yeah, I, I don't think he cared too much about. It. It's more just money and fun for him. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Um, win or loss, think... I, I. Go ahead. No, go ahead. We keep we keep doing that. <laughs> um, I think Ben was just more in it to embarrass Jake Paul because those press conferences literally just made Jake look worse and worse. Not even just the fight in general. It was just him talking to make him look like a bigger punk. Yeah. Ben Askin definitely destroyed Jake Paul in the press conference. You you can see the, the anger in Jake Paul's face, especially when he mentioned Logan Paul in the press conference. You can see the, the anger that Jake Paul – you know, had uh, yeah, he he was just getting mad because <laughs> Logan has more of a fan base. Logan has a bigger fan base than Jake, and I feel like Jake's just living in the shadow, trying to make a name for himself. But he's only living off that name from Logan. And 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 you think about these these guys, you know, they they came up as, as Disney Channel stars, actually. Vine, um, they came up from Vine. Okay, Vine was it? Yeah. They came up from Vine, and then once Vine got shut down, Disney gave them the little opportunity, and it was like, I think one little movie or something like that. Okay, and then they went to YouTube, I believe. I'm not sure. Yeah, and their whole YouTube channel has a bunch of conspiracies and all of these allegations against them because, like, they're cocky, arrogant kids. Like, 
don't get me wrong. I give them credit. Like they've created a beautiful life for themselves. They both are millionaires and all that. Right. They've that, earned it. They, they've, yeah. They definitely earned it, but like they don't need to flaunt it like they are. They don't need to do the dumb stuff like they are. Like with Logan going to Japan into that suicide forest and videoing the actual person who killed himself. That wasn't that wasn't called for. Yeah. And like I know um, he's apologized for that and everything, but like common sense would have told you, dude, not to video that and not to post that. Right. There's a lot of things on YouTube you gotta you gotta watch, especially especially now right? Especially in this day and age. Where people yeah. get offend, where people get offended by everything. This whole cancel culture is yeah, cancel culture. It's just everything. <laughs> it's, dude. it's it's it's. I don't know what the world is coming to honestly anymore. Um, but yeah, the, the the Drake, the Paul brothers, Logan and Jake, they were famous from YouTube. I believe they were also on Patty Mayo, at one point. Yeah, they had a collaboration with Patty Mayo, and they made it seem because Patty Mayo is fake. Oh yeah, of we course. Both know that. Fake. Yes. I mean, I was one of the people that did fall for it and think that like he was a real bounty hunter and all this and that. But once he went after Jake Paul and I seen them and like the way that they were joking with each other and all this and that, like you you can just tell right then and there that it's fake. Well, there's actually a video that says about Patty Mayo being fake if you look it up. Oh yeah, there's a bunch of them. I've seen a bunch of them. But um back to this fight. We kind of got off topic. That's fine. Oh, yeah, but but it happens. <laughs> but um now, if you were to look at Logan Paul and Jake Paul, who do you think of, who do you think is the better fighter? Logan, for sure. Without a doubt. That? Why do you think that? I I've seen his training videos and he's just training better. Jake is doing more stuff for like strength and like I've seen him like have run drills with boxing and stuff like with the pads and everything, but I just don't see him as like a legit fighter because he's only fighting these basketball players or youtubers like he has three fights and he's calling himself a legit boxer right three fights against people who aren't boxers and you're gonna call yourself a legit boxer logan on the other hand he's how many fights does he have i think he has the one against jj i believe he fought that ks1 too whatever whatever his name is that youtuber yeah ksi that's that's okay, JJ. Yeah, I, don't, I don't know nothing about it <laughs> yeah i watched that 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 fight i think was rigged as well because they had the first fight and it was considered a tie and then this you think he lost it actually but um now that logan like logan hasn't fought since then and he's been just training and training and training and now he's finally going against a real boxer one of the greatest boxers to ever live, Floyd Mayweather. He's he definitely got a challenge, and I'm wondering if Logan Paul will last longer than McGregor, which I don't think so because McGregor obviously has more yeah. experience. I feel like he'll he'll probably be done within fifth round, under think, five rounds. Do you think Logan Paul has a fair shot in the first second round? Do you think he'll catch Floyd Mayweather by any chance? I feel like if Logan is smart. He won't come out just swinging and trying to get it in the first three rounds. If he's smart, he'll time himself and just be patient because that's what Mayweather does. Mayweather sits back, he waits, he lets the opponent gas himself, and then once he realizes, okay, you're gassed, I'm going to open up on you now. Right. And then it's too late for them. They can't do nothing about it. And, and if you think back to the McGregor versus Mayweather fight, how anticipated that was. But when you look at the fight, McGregor – 
he he came in and threw everything within the first few rounds. He tired himself out, and then Mayweather kind of picked him apart piece by piece. Yep. Everybody was saying, oh, McGregor's going to whoop Mayweather. McGregor's going to whoop Mayweather. And if I recall, I think that you were one of them. <laughs> I, yeah, I was. I'm a, I'm a big Conor McGregor fan. I, I'll be I knew McGregor say. wasn't going to do it because it's boxing. If it was MMA, it'd be a whole different story. Yeah, I mean, if that, it was that, MMA, McGregor would have knocked the shit out of Mayweather. That was, but just because a, it was boxing, and Mayweather's been practicing that all his life, literally a legend. There was no way McGregor was winning that. Yeah, that was just the McGregor fan in me talking. I I had gotten my hopes up thinking McGregor uh, was yeah. win because McGregor is a great fighter. Oh yeah, for sure. Now, do you think by any chance that um, Mayweather will will at least carry Jake Paul a few rounds to make the fight a little bit entertaining? He probably will. Honestly, he he already knows. Like, all right, this is this is just a kid trying to make a name for himself. I might as well just drag it out a little bit. Let him tire himself, see if I can let him get a few shots. But the only thing I'm going to say is, is if Logan does catch Mayweather, I feel like Logan has some serious power behind his punches because that's a big boy. He's a big guy. And I do believe there is a weight difference as well. Is that true? I'm pretty sure there is. Um, I could look it up, but I, I don't. Hold on one second. Um, now, now, Mayweather has fought in different weight classes before. But, yeah, I know he has, but he's he's usually just stick to the one. And what's his record like? Mayweather forty something and no. Who Mayweather? Yeah, Mayweather's fifty and zero. Yeah, see that's just insane. The, okay, the only so reason he's Jake fifty Paul, and zero is because he fought McGregor. But the only reason he's fifty and zero is because he fought McGregor. Yeah, which which honestly I don't believe that should have been counted on his boxing record because that he McGregor it, wasn't it, an actual yeah, but it was a legit fighter, boxing but, match. Yeah, that's but, how they classed it. It was a legit boxing match. So, so yeah. Logan Paul is a cruiserweight. A cruiserweight, and Mayweather is a uh, lightweight, I believe. Because he a, he's moved up the weight classes before. That's. Okay. Mayweather is a welterweight. Wow. Yeah, I was not expecting that one. Yeah, you you wouldn't definitely think that he was a welterweight. I know that. Um, I think McGregor actually dropped some weight to fight Mayweather. I think he might have. So this this I is going to be a fight in. So this is going to be a, a challenge for. You know, Mayweather, well, I use that term loosely. Yeah, that is true. So, Logan Paul is six foot two, around 200 pounds, and he'll have 50 pounds on Mayweather as well as six inches. Is there, what, what is the reach advantage? Um, I don't. And, and does it say what size gloves? Because that was a, a big factor in the McGregor. They're probably going to fight. Okay, so Logan Paul's reach is 76 inches. Floyd is 72. Oh, really? Yes. And he has a good four inches on reach, and he has a on him, but I don't know. I feel he's going to be able to handle it. Mayweather's fast. He, his striking is phenomenal. 
Well, it, not only that, but the experience. The experience, I think, will get the best of Logan Paul. Mm-hmm. I'm trying to see what... Because you got to think, this isn't just any boxer. This is one of the best boxers of all time, of our generation. Oh, absolutely. One of the greatest boxers of all time, not just our generation, of all time. There is no other boxer to, to reach 50. Right. Like, I know Muhammad Ali was one of the greatest, and I completely, like, have respect for Muhammad Ali, but, like, and he, like, set the way for boxers and all this and that, but, like, he's still not on the level that Mayweather is for him. During Ali's time and the time that he fought, he'd be Mayweather's level, but, like, Muhammad Ali was in his prime right now, and was to go into the ring, he, he wouldn't compare to some of the boxers today. Yeah, that, uh, too many different styles. You know, it was a different style exactly. back then. Yeah. Everything just changes with time. But, like I said, you know, experience, I think, will catch, will catch Logan. And if you had to bet money, if Wade Mayweather was to finish – Logan Paul, what round do you think it'll be? Uh, if you could, you, like, you could bet all the money in the world. It, it. Probably like fourth or fifth round. He definitely, he's definitely not going to pass the fifth round. There's no doubt in my mind. But, See, I don't know. I, I feel like I feel like Floyd will carry Logan at, at, at least to the maybe the seventh, eighth round. He might just to like make it a little bit more interesting, and he might just do it to embarrass him, Jake Moore, or right. Logan. That would be really smart of him to do. Just sit there and hold the fight out, and just show that you're not a boxer, dude. Like, get out of my ring. Right, and like I said, I think these fights will expose the Paul brothers if Jake ever steps with an actual boxer. But um, also with Logan, you know, facing Mayweather, just how bad. The Paul brothers are as boxers. Now we haven't really seen as as good as Jake is, you know, because he's fought MMA fighters. We haven't really seen his boxing skills. Yeah, if you're gonna fight an MMA fight, an MMA fighter, have an MMA fight. Don't force the MMA fighter to go out of his comfort zone into boxing, where you can only do one thing, and that's throw punches. And if you're an MMA fighter, you're used to punches, knees, elbows, kicks submissions, grapples, takedowns, like all these different things that you're training for for years and years and years, and then you get called out by this little YouTuber who thinks he's hot shit, and then, like, I don't know. I just feel like Jake, if he's going to actually want get any respect from people, he needs to do an actual boxing fight. And that's why I said I have a lot more respect for Logan. Now, I, now I'm not saying I like the Paul brothers by any chance, no, I'm not no. saying I, I don't like them as boxers, at least I should say that. But I have more respect for Logan for going out and not only facing a boxer, but like I said, the best boxers. So you have to have more respect for Logan. Exactly. Because and I do. He, does, he doesn't have that cocky ego as Jake as well, too, to where if anybody's yep. going to get their ass whipped, it needs to be Jake. For sure. I, like, I completely agree. Jake just. He just keeps running his mouth and running his mouth, and it, it's going to bite him in the ass. 
I mean, eventually, you know, somebody is going to step up and, and they're going to whoop him. But honestly, my opinion, I don't think these fighters should give the Paul brothers any attention because that's what the Paul brothers want. They, they yeah. want that attention. But like the reason that they're, they're, they're not really giving them attention. They're defending their life, though, like their entire lives right. revolve around this sport. And the Paul brothers are just going to walk in after two years, three years, maybe of training and having three to four fights at most with, between the two of them and saying, oh, yeah, we're legit boxers. We're real shit that we're in the fight business. No, you're not, dude. You've been training for two years. You've had three fights against people who aren't actual boxers who haven't been training their whole life. Like, boxers train their entire lives. Like, one of the my favorite fighters in boxing right now is Ryan Garcia. Right. And he's been training since he was, like, four or five years old. And he's undefeated right now. How do you think Ryan Garcia would do against Jake Paul? <laughs> oh, um, Ryan Garcia is actually is like friends and stuff with the Paul brothers. Oh, really? really? Yeah, I didn't know that. Uh, I would, I would love to see example. them fight, but <laughs> I would love to see them fight, but I, I don't think it would happen. Ryan is he has a YouTube as well, and like he's a YouTuber, but phenomenal, phenomenal boxer, like. He has the body shot challenge where he just has people come up to him and he as hard as he can with the body pad on, of course, because like if you just have somebody, a professional boxer hit you in the gut, you're going to get messed up. Right. But unless you're Jake Paul hitting Ben Askren, then it's it's different. Yeah, yeah, for sure. For sure. (laughs) Yeah, if you're Jake Paul hitting Ben Askren, you ain't got nothing to worry about. You're just going to get a little love tap and laugh it off and then get pushed into a camera woman. Right. Um. Yeah, it was pretty embarrassing. But uh, after, what do what do you see next for the Paul brothers? Like, what do what do you see after Logan fights Floyd? Do you how, what do you see happening? I feel like Paul after brothers? Logan fights Floyd, no matter what the outcome is, even though like we can, everybody can kind of tell he's nine times out of ten gonna lose that fight. But after that, for Logan, he's gonna have a hell of a lot more respect from it. Like he's fought an actual boxer, fought the greatest boxer, but with with he's like fighting an actual boxer. Like Canelo Alvarez has already said, like, hey, if you want to fight, dude, I'll be up. Like, and if he does that, then I'll give him a hell of a lot more respect because Canelo is also an amazing boxer. Oh, who, Canelo Alvarez is he's, he's proved himself. You know, he's he's oh, had a yeah. good career. He has, and he's called. He called Jake out and said, "Like, dude, if you want to fight, like, and call yourself a boxer, I'm here. I'm ready. I'm. I'll be more than glad to like show you what real boxing is." So when you when you think about it, you know, Jake Paul really can't say, "Hey, I don't have a a challenger," because he's getting all these invitations to fight these actual boxers. I believe. I think Tyson Fury even said, "I'd fight Jake Paul." Yeah, or no, it was Tyson Fury's brother. It was his okay. brother. Was, was his brother, okay. I forget his name, but I know it was a Fury brother that called Jake out and said, hey, I'll take the fight too. Right, I mean. Like, Jake has a bunch of big-name boxers coming after him. Said in those practice conferences, saying that I am a boxer. I am a real fighter. Like, you're not, though. You can't say you're a real fighter and then fight a basketball player or an MMA fighter or a YouTuber. None of None of the fights that you've been in have been against a legit boxer who's been training for at least three, four years. 
and and after the whole Ben Askren versus Jake Paul fight, uh, they asked Jake Paul if he would fight a boxer after this, and he said he didn't know. <laughs> so that tells me right there that he's not gonna maybe he's ever scared. fight a. He, yeah, right, he's gonna he's scared. Um, if any if anybody's gonna fight Jake Paul next, I'd like to see it be Dylan Dennis, Conor McGregor's old training partner. Um, I haven't that was, seen anything about him. That I, was a, I know of him, but I, I haven't seen him train or anything. Okay, that was a fight that was proposed to Jake Paul before the Ben Askin fight. For whatever reason, that fight didn't happen. But I don't know if you've heard or watched the videos of Jake Paul calling out Conor McGregor. That's what started it all, was this whole feud. Jake Paul wants to fight McGregor. McGregor that would be hilarious. Oh, and it'll be a, a show. is one of the best strikers to ever walk <laughs> into the octagon. Like, what are you doing? <laughs> McGregor would hit him one time. I, I honestly think Jose Aldo would last longer than Jake Paul. Yeah, but, and Jose um, Aldo got knocked out in what? 13 seconds. seconds. Yeah, 13 yeah. seconds, I believe. But um, he's called out McGregor several times. And McGregor's, you know, he's ignored it. You know, M- McGregor being the bigger man, he's ignored it. Yeah, McGregor knows, like... All right, I'm an MMA fighter. I already tried this boxing stuff once, and it wasn't for me. I'm an MMA fighter, too. This isn't an actual boxer. This is a kid trying to make a name for himself, acting tough shit, and honestly, it might make McGregor look worse for stepping in and fighting him. Right. It can make McGregor look worse because uh, you're, you're just trying to make a name for yourself by taking on this little YouTuber. But that that's not what any of these big name people are trying to do. They're trying to shut this kid up because he's saying that he's an actual fighter, but then goes around and fights basketball players. <laughs> when like, you think about the Nate, the Nate Robertson fight, how bad that fight was. I mean, that was just an embarrassment on both of them, on Nate and Jake. Like Nate shouldn't have taken that fight. Well, I, I don't. When that when that fight went down, I had actually thought that Nate Robertson was a boxer until I found out he was an MMA, uh, uh, NBA, but player but um it's yeah surprising to me he did way better than i thought he would for sure way better than i thought he would but right. once i found out that he was an, an mba an nba player i just kind of knew like this it's not gonna end well like but like on both of them like nate you're an nba player you've trained five. it's clear that you're not you're gonna be great jake at least trained for like a year because he had the fight against right. Deji, and then now this Nate Robinson fight. So, like, it's clear that Jake Paul is going to be the best fighter in that. But then it goes down and look at Jake. You're fighting an NBA player, dude. This is somebody who trained his entire life to put a ball through a hoop, not right. punch somebody in the face. <laughs> I mean, there were memes going around everywhere about that Nate Robinson fight. They're which... still going. There's still memes right. going around about it, about both fights now. Um. Which it, it's honestly sad that the whole that whole promotion. I think it, what they call it, Triller or something. I don't. Yeah. I don't, I don't remember that they would even promote a fight like that on the same card as Roy Jones Jr. and Mike Tyson. It's kind of an embarrassment to the sport, in my opinion. Wait, did that fight happen? The the Roy uh, Jones Mike, and Mike Tyson. That fight did happen. We talked about it actually. Remember? Oh yeah, I forgot that happened. I completely the Jake the Jake the Jake Paul. And the Nate Robertson fight was on that same card, on the main yeah, card. Yeah, I remember. And I don't know. It's just 
I didn't consider it an actual fight between Mike Tyson and Roy Jones Jr. because it, it was just so weird. There were so many rules to begin with in that fight. It was, yeah. it was an exhibition. Um, there, there wasn't a lot of any knockouts, which I don't you understand watch how it, you can control that. If you, right, if you watch a Mike Tyson fight, you're anticipating a knockout because of his whole career. Yeah. Him, him beating the living shit out of people. Like, right. I've never seen somebody with that much power. Like, even today, like, yeah, just like there's other people with great power, but like, the amount of force that Mike Tyson would put behind his punches was just different. Right. Um, but like I said, you know, it's an embarrassment to, for that fight to even be on the same card. Um, which is, it's, it's good to see Roy Jones Jr. and Mike Tyson fight, but for the, the amount of uh, attention that the Jake Paul versus Nate Robertson fight got, it's, it's embarrassing. And, and then Jake Paul went around saying that that was, that the reason that that whole, that whole, uh, Part was exciting was because of the whole Jake Paul fight. No, that's not why we wanted to see Roy Jones Jr. versus Mike Tyson, two legends, come back to the ring. Exactly. I was so excited for that fight, and then I didn't even get to watch it. But once I finally did, like after it was over and stuff, and I seen all the rules that they put on it, I was this isn't even staged. That's what it seemed like to me. It just seemed like a staged fight. Yeah, they they definitely uh, went easy on each other because um, Mike Tyson. If you watch his training videos, you can see the power he still had in his oh, hands. Oh, yeah. Once I seen him start training, and I was so shocked that he said that he was going to fight because he said that he never wanted to fight again because it just turned him into a different person. He he just didn't like it anymore. But once he said that he was coming out to fight again, and I seen those videos, it was just insane for him to be however old he is. And he, he's probably, what, 50? He's in his 50s. 50s. Yeah, he's in his 50s, yeah. I think. And to have that still that same amount of power behind every punch is just insane. Right. Um, yeah, it's definitely insane to see a man who's had a great career come back into a sport where, where, where this, the styles have changed, you know, the whole atmosphere has changed and still be, be as dominant as he was. But I, I, I believe Mike Tyson even told Logan Paul, like, you're going to get your ass whipped by Mayweather. But, uh, um, uh I mean, I, I know it's coming, but I hope it's just more than what I'm expecting. Like, I'm expecting him to probably get knocked out, but I'm just hoping it's more. <laughs> I don't know what's yeah. more than getting knocked out, but I just hope for it. Well, I, like I said, I believe that Mayweather will carry um, Logan at some point. Like yeah, he, he might. Gregor. Yeah, he'll probably drag the f- – prove to everybody, yeah, this kid is not a fighter, guys. Like, I'm handling this easily. Just – I don't know. Right. Jake and Logan just aren't – meant for this if they're gonna want to be legit boxers they need to fight actual boxers or instead of just doing call outs like hey i'm calling you out or i'm calling you out then actually join the boxing league like go in work your way up from fight to fight to fight and try to get that championship right they're not doing that though that's that's not what they're looking yeah, that's do. not what they're doing they're just doing this all for cloud to make their name look better as as if they're tough and legit boxers, and they're not. Right. Everybody I guess. looks past that. Like, I'm I'm sure there's probably some little kids out there who are like, yeah, Logan Paul is the best fighter in the entire world. But, <laughs> <laughs> but good, good impression. Then you there. get, <laughs> thank you. <laughs> but then you get like people who are older who have 
experience like what it looks like to be a great fighter who people who fight themselves or just know stuff about the sport they're not they're not boxers right they're entertainment they're not boxers they're just an entertainment right maybe they'll join wwe at some point i don't know that it would could, be hilarious. Well, you know, Logan Paul was actually on WWE uh, SmackDown not long ago, but um, was he? He got stunned. Yeah. <laughs> Which the way he sold, well, the way he sold that stunner, and and for those who don't watch pro wrestling, there's a term in pro wrestling called selling. When a wrestler gets slammed, punched, they sell it. They make it look convincing. That's what selling is. But when Logan Logan Paul took that stunner. He sold it so awkwardly, like um, Kevin Owens kicked him in the stomach and hit him with the stunner, but Kevin Owens' butt didn't even touch the ground, and you see Logan Paul's body just turn before he even completely sold the stunner. It was hilarious. <laughs> um, it was embarrassing, to be honest, because if you watched it on TV, you could you can clearly tell that Logan Paul doesn't know how to sell. Yeah, but, um, and like just like that with WWE, you can't just walk in there and expect yourself to be able to act and sell this. Like he's getting all these offers, but doesn't have any experience doing this. Like I know WWE stars, they take three, four, five, maybe ten years before they even get that big shot in the WWE. Right. Yeah, they they spend a lot of their career in the independent circuit before they even get that chance of exactly. of, of being. The WWE is like the NFL. It's like the big – you want to get up in the big leagues, you know? Yeah. Like these independent circuits are like – that's like the college level. And then right. once somebody recruits you from that independent league, then you make your way into the WWE. But you, you don't even make it into the WWE. They're going to take you in, but you're not going to go out in that ring and on TV yet. They're going to train you, see what you're about, see what act you can put on, like – what your backstory is, what outfit you're going to wear, how are you going to act? Like, there's a bunch of different things that come into play. It's not just, are you strong? Yeah. Can you take a hit? Yeah. All right, you're in. Well, what, what, and I agree with you, but with the WWE, the way it's run and the way Vince McMahon is, he's always looking to, to get ratings now. And this goes back to what I said with me and Rob Wilds. We were talking about how desperate Vince McMahon is for ratings and for new talent coming up. Um, mm-hmm. I could definitely see the Paul brothers in WWE at some point if it's not just one match or, or, or whatever. They just had Bad Bunny, the rapper Bad Bunny, on a WWE show yeah, I know. not long ago, which Bad Bunny did okay. But my thing is they're doing way too many celebrities on professional wrestling. I want to see professional wrestler versus another professional wrestler. I don't want to see these celebrities come in and potentially yeah, and hurt then, themselves. And then oftentimes they make that celebrity win to like – make it look so cool and all this and that and like well, see, we both know that like if all right uh john morrison versus the john morrison and the miz versus bad bunny and damian priest at wrestlemania three weeks all ago right. i don't know who that last person was daniel <laughs> whatever yeah, but yeah. i know john morrison and the miz <laughs> i know <Yeah>. them <laughs> But if you take John Morrison and The Miz and you put them against these two no-name people, like I don't even – I've never listened to a single song by Bad Bunny, so. He's actually pretty good, but anyway. I've continue. never listened to a single song. His name just throws me off. I wouldn't be able to listen to it. I can't listen to somebody that sounds like – I think a Bad Bobby 
the Daniel Brio <laughs> goalie girl, the cash me outside. How about that? That's what I think of whenever I say bad bunny. You mean bad baby, bad, bad, bad baby, bad baby, or whatever, whatever. Okay. Yeah. She's a joke as well. <laughs> I think all these people coming up out of these little, they get these one little instances of fame and then they're like, yep, I'm legit. Okay. What? Oh, it's, it's, I give them credit. Like they make credit for themselves, but it's just ridiculous. Yeah. Um, that's why I said, uh, I, I think the Paul brothers would have a chance in WWE for the, for the fact of, of the way Vince McMahon is, but going back to the way wrestling is nowadays, it's better to have a background. Um, yep. If you look at Ronda Rousey, you know, Ronda Rousey come, like we were saying about how people coming in, you know, not being professional wrestlers, but if you look at people like Ronda Rousey who had an MMA background, she did well because she, she's an actual athlete. Yeah, she was known around the world because she was in the UFC and one of the greatest women's UFC champions of all time until Holly Holmes kicked her in the bone. And, and, and Brock Lesnar and Bobby Lashley, who Bobby Lashley's also an MMA fighter and the current WWE champion right now. Yeah, and Bobby Lashley was previously in the WWE. He left, and then he finally came back, and I'm happy to see him back. He was one of my favorites. Same with Rey Mysterio. Bobby Lashley had a great career in Bellator, you know, um, Bellator MMA, which I don't even know if he's still signed because he hasn't fought in so many years, which I I don't think he would be signed. But but he's still in phenomenal shape, and he could go back. Oh, yeah. But he's probably what? 40 years old at least. Oh, he's in his 40s, but he, he keeps himself in shape. Like he's. I know. He, he looks exactly like he did 10, 15 years ago, 20 years ago. Yeah, he's, he's definitely um, a, a great fighter. As well as Brock Lesnar. You Brock Lesnar? Um, well, yeah, I don't, I don't like him as a person, but as a fighter, he's a good fighter. He has an attitude, cocky attitude. but uh, And, like, I know he does that, the cocky attitude all for show, but, like, well, not, not only in, like in, in, in WWE, like in, I was in, in wrestling. Because in the UFC, he was the exact same way. I hated him. <laughs> yeah. Um, not only in pro wrestling, but in, in real life, too. Now, in pro wrestling, you know, he's Brock Lesnar. He's this, he plays this character. He's the heel, the bad guy. Yeah. So. And the main reason why I hate him is because he ended the Undertaker streak. That, that's the biggest reason why I hate him. They should not well, use Brock to end it. Right. But if you look at it. This is my opinion on it. When you when you look at the Undertaker, how a good a career he's had, these older guys they're about giving back and giving something back to the business. We all knew that Taker's streak would end at some point, and, and Taker, being as old as he is, yeah, he doesn't have that many years left in him. So him giving back and then doing something for the business is a good thing. Um, Taker. He's put over so many guys in the last few years. And he, he's definitely gave back to the business. Now, now Brock Lesnar wouldn't be my first choice to break his streak. Even though at the time Brock Lesnar was one of the biggest hills in the company. Yeah. But he wouldn't have been my, my, my first choice to break Undertaker's streak. You know, they could have had John Cena. They could have had Randy Orton. Guys that are My choice for breaking the streak would have been Shawn Michaels. Bring Shawn Michaels back because right. I know the Undertaker and Shawn Michaels had however many battles at WrestleMania. Oh, they fighting it out, matches. beating the hell out of each other. Like, they should have used Shawn. 
Shawn Michaels, Triple H, whoever, you know, but... Like, somebody who he's already fought and has, like, a lot of fights against that... Because Undertaker is Undertaker. Like, nobody beats Undertaker. <laughs> yeah, for whatever I mean, reason they chose Lesnar, I don't know, but... um. Again, I, he I was the top heel, so... Yeah. Undertaker didn't even want it to happen, too. Like, I watched a behind-the-scenes thing. Undertaker said, I wanted to keep the streak going. I wanted to keep it going. Well, no, like, the, the original plan was to have Undertaker go over that night and beat Lesnar, but for some reason, Vince McMahon decided to make the change the night of cause, the show. Because McMahon told him, he was like, Undertaker, he was like, Taker, if we don't have the streak end now, it's never going to end. Right. You're gonna keep wanting to live that and keep wanting to bring it on and on and on. If it like we might as well just do it now. And he made the call and Undertaker was so upset. Yeah. Undertaker came back into the back room after losing the match and walking back, he came in and like started tearing up. That was his legacy. Yeah, but you know, Undertaker did come back from this and he has had a few more matches after that. No, no, yeah, he's... I know he has. Like Taker's always gonna make surprise appearances. Now, I, honestly, I think Taker's um, – now, excuse me for that noise. That's our dog in the background. But um, <laughs> Taker has had a great career. And um, like I said, I don't think he should have continued to wrestle as long as he has. He should have retired at WrestleMania. That's where he should have let it go because there was one point – I don't know if it was actually at WrestleMania or – where it was, but he had actually collapsed backstage after a match a couple uh, of years yeah. ago and then to rush into the hospital. So Taker's had numerous surgeries, but he doesn't, he, he even said, you know, if Vince McMahon wants me back and the money's right, I'll do it. But after WrestleMania, you know, he had that match with Goldberg as well. Goldberg returning, coming back in his old age, his prime. Yeah, that was crazy. I seen a clip of that, of him returning, and I was like, there's no way. This man is. At least I'm a 60 years old. And, um, yeah. The, 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 the uh, Tombstone Pal Driver that, that Undertaker had hit on Goldberg, dropping Goldberg on his head, and then Goldberg dropping Taker on his head with that jackhammer. You could see the frustration at Undertaker's face of how, how horrible that match went. You could see how upset he was with that match. Um, yeah. Goldberg had actually bashed his face open during the match on accident into the turnbuckle. Um, the referee had actually said, you know, I want to stop this match. I want to, I don't want to continue, but they, they continued the match and they tried to stop it as quick as possible. But, you know, it is what it is. Yeah. I just feel like, I know the taker is, isn't he, wait, is he in the hall of fame yet? He, he is not, you know, um, which I believe he will be inducted next year. Uh, Kane. Glenn yeah, I Jacobs, know Kane just got inducted. What, he just got inducted. Year. And, and I've said this in previous episodes. I said if they were going to do this induction, they should have had Kane and Undertaker going together, which I think would be good. Um, but I know they don't want to – they want to make Taker's indu- induction – the, the the highlight of the show, so it, it's understandable why he didn't get inducted this year. He probably will be inducted maybe next year or or whenever. But he's for sure going to be a Hall of Famer. The energy that he just brought 
into the WWE was just so different than anybody else. And it was so cool to see Kane be inducted because I remember, you know, watching Kane growing up. It's it's so weird seeing the people that I grew up watching being inducted. It makes me feel old. Yeah, me too. I remember <laughs> watching it with you whenever we were little right. kids. I was probably like five, six years old, and that was my favorite wrestler. It was Kane. Kane. I, Kane. I remember. I remember and every now, wrestler. I remember every wrestler you, you saw. It was Kane. He was like three years old. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I remember going to the WWE matches as kids. Right. Going there and watching them live, having Triple H yeah. spit on us with his water. That was. Yeah, that was that. Well, we, we can actually tell that story now. We was actually in West Banco Arena when that yep. happened. I don't remember the, the exact year, but our, our dad had actually won a Zuma wrestling contest. Do, do you remember the Zuma wrestling contest? I remember the Zuma wrestling contest, yeah. Do you remember I anything about it? I forgot about that until you just said it. <laughs> I completely forgot about it until you just said it. Do you do you remember the the, the matches he had? He, so I what, don't remember the matches. I just remember him being in the outfit because I was, I was right. Like, what four so, so or what, five? What, so what they did was they got in these sumo wrestling suits and um, it, it was for wrestling tickets. Yeah, but but my but but dad, our dad, had actually won the the whole contest, which I. I <laughs> We as kids had no idea what was going on. We just we saw our parents in these Zuma wrestling suits. <laughs> we just thought it was funny. Yeah, and then it comes to find out. It's still funny. <laughs> oh, it's still funny. We actually have it on video, but um, you know, come to find out, it was actually for wrestling tickets, and we actually went to West Bank Arena, and we were front row that day. But um, I remember. I don't remember who it was, but I remember watching somebody get their tooth knocked out. And. What, during the, the wrestling event or during the Zuma wrestling? During the wrestling. WWE. Ah. We went to the WWE match. It could have I been. I remember watching them. They were, and I remember seeing a tooth get just knocked out and it went flying out the ring. And yeah, that, that, that right there just like <laughs> proves to me instantly like not all of the things wrestling is fake. Like, yeah, they sell some of the stuff, but that dude just got his tooth knocked out. Right. You know, it, it infuriates me when people call it fake because – Yes, it is fake, but but don't call it fake because it's entertainment to me. It's I, entertainment to every fan that watches it. If you look at a movie, not only that, but like people have put their lives on the line. Right. If you look at a movie, or, or for a soap opera, for instance, there's good guys, there's bad guys. They're telling a story. That's how pro wrestling is. Except they don't always tell their story by talking. They they tell their story by wrestling as well. There's good guys. There's bad guys. Heels, baby faces. Yeah, they have it all. It's just a real aspect where they're getting hit with. They're trained to know how to take those hits. That doesn't mean it still doesn't hurt. Right, the steel chairs are actually real. but Uh, I know they are. (laughs) I know they are. Right, right, yeah. They know exactly where to hit. Yeah, it's usually flat over the black or on the crown of the head. If they're going to hit you in the head with them, which I don't really... Well, no. Well, WWE actually stopped uh, chair shots to the head. There was actually concussion um, a few years ago, so WWE banned chair shots to the head. AEW. I don't know if you ever heard of AEW. Yeah, I, all, I watched a couple of clips of AEW. But all elite wrestling, they do chair shots to the head. Cody Rhodes they actually, do everything. Right. They, think of AEW. You think of like old wrestling, like the old days of wrestling and WWE, how it used to be. But ECW. like I said, with right. But like I said, with uh, chair shots. 
Cody Rhodes had actually taken a unprotected chair shot to the head and knocked himself unconscious. Yeah. I seen a clip. Uh, when was this? It was probably like three or four months ago. It was of Chris Jericho. And this was in the AEW. It was Chris Jericho no. and Dean Ambrose. I know they changed their names and stuff. He, he changed his name to John Moxley. Cause, because yeah. that's why they do that. If, if um he would have used the name Dean Ambrose in AEW, it would have been, been copyrighted a because it was right. Yeah. But I seen the clip and Jericho used one of the spikes that was on his jacket and stabbed. Oh, in the eye. Him yeah. And, yeah. Yeah. And I like, remember that. It was an accident, but it legit happened. Like he right. got stabbed um, in the eye with that spike. Yeah, they, they turned it into a whole story. Um, I don't know if it was legit. But because I know that in pro supposed wrestling, to they like can... do the stab, but he wasn't supposed to like actually stab him with it. <laughs> yeah, I mean, obviously that was planned, but whether um, because in pro wrestling they use certain things to make it look more or more real. Um, whether that was planned or not, I don't know. Yeah, but or um, seeing Matt Hardy on on AEW that was crazy. Did you? Oh, you seen Matt Hardy hit the concrete like he did? No, I didn't see him hit the concrete. I watched him. He was fighting. I don't know the kid's name. Could have been Sammy it, Guevara. I. It might have been, but he put him on. Matt got put on a table, and the dude did a flip yep. onto him. Yeah. And it split his yep. head open so bad. Yep, I saw that. There was actually a couple uh, matches that they had where. Um, Sammy Guevara had thrown a chair at Matt Hardy's face. Yeah, he threw the chair at his uh, yeah. face. Yeah, okay, that, that's what you're talking about? Okay. Um, yeah, yeah, and then he put him on the table, and then that's whenever you could actually see how much blood was coming out. Well, Sammy Guevara wasn't supposed to throw that chair as hard. And for, for the being way a profe- he threw it, he threw it like with the very top of the head where it right. curves. And he, he instead whipped, of like he whipped the that chair part. too. He whipped that he chair did. too. And, and for you being a professional wrestler, I get that he's young, I get that he's new coming up but you should know better yeah you should know all right i can't throw this chair as hard as i can at somebody's face and it's just like common sense i i I used to be a sammy guevara fan up until that point because that that's that is common sense you know you need to know better And, and and matt hardy's wife was actually on twitter that day and she called him an idiot she's very vocal on twitter about what goes on i'm sure most of the way are. I mean, they, they're not <laughs> trying to watch their husband get the shit beat out of them. Right. No offense, ladies. Right. It, it, it's, it's the truth. Um, but it, it was a very, probably a hard night to watch for not only his wife, but he has three kids at home, too. Yeah, that's very true. Like, you all, like the main thing at the end of the day, no matter what the outcome of the match is, no matter what happens, you just want everybody to go home to their family. Right. And that's with any sport occupation like no matter what it is everybody just wants to go home to their family right i I agree that's the truth um but yeah there was a couple matches where matt hardy and sammy guevara had that it it was matt hardy's head had actually hit the concrete floor at one point in their match and he had it excuse me i can't talk today but (laughs) he had actually had a concussion during that match, they had to stop the match. Well, they, no, they actually continued the match, but they, they should have stopped it right there. But um, yeah, that's the thing. Like, 
with a lot of these pro sports and especially the WWE, AEW, SmackDown, like all the wrestling sports, you get a concussion or something, you can't really stop it right then and there unless right. you legit can't. Like if you're conscious and you're awake and like you're moving around, they expect you to get up and continue the fight, even if you have a severe concussion. Like, and that can kill you. Like that can easily kill you. If you get a concussion and you continue to get slammed, to get punched in the head, that can really do severe brain damage and cause swelling on your brain, and it can kill you. And it's that, not enough. Like that's why they have all these protocols and stuff now. Because, like, I know CTE is with right. wrestling. Like they're taking all this head trauma and stuff, and you can't tell if you have CTE until after the person dies, which is horrible. And mm-hmm. I genuinely think, like, I know WWE doesn't say his name anymore, but Chris Benoit. Right. That well, that's the name that I was thinking of as well when you said it. But continue. But like with him, like nobody knew. Like I understand, like he just had horrible things happen. Like Eddie Guerrero passed away. That was his best friend, like one of his brothers. And I remember seeing him cry on the TV watching the funeral. Like that was heartbreaking. But like nobody knew what was going inside his mind because he had all these things. Like it was just him taking so many hits, and it's proven that like. Even with MMA fighters, football players, wrestlers, any kind of full contact sport like that, you take enough head blows, it brings up your aggression. Like, you can't control your anger anymore. You can't, like, coherently act on your emotions. Like, something can happen. It can be something as small as you didn't put sprinkles on my ice cream and you'll flip the hell out. <laughs> and, yeah. like, that's just um... how it is. And, like, you can't help it. That's that's just the anatomy of the human body. You take enough hits, it your brain. And I feel like that's what happened whenever he did what he did. I'm not going to talk about that because that's right. horrible. Well, I'm going to actually do an episode about that, about the whole Chris Bennett situation. I won't bring it up on here, but I will be doing a separate episode about that soon. As well yeah. as uh, we'll be talking about Owen Hart as well, um, Owen yeah. Hart's death. It's just um, crazy how many wrestlers have died either because of sport and the amount of support that the fans have for these wrestlers. Like, I remember Eddie Guerrero died. He was, again, another one of my favorite wrestlers just because those are the wrestlers that I grew up with. Right. But seeing the other WWE stars like The Big Show or Rey Mysterio or Chris Benoit and all these other wrestlers, seeing them cry like that, seeing these grown men cry who – You've only known for them to slam each other or the big show throwing somebody out of the ring 20 feet. Like, big, big, huge man bawling his eyes out about this man dying. Like, you can just tell, like, the love that they have for each other is just unreal. Right. It it was definitely sad. I remember as a little kid, you know, watching that, not really understanding what was going on because you're so young at the time. Yeah, I, I wasn't – I just remember seeing, like, hearing, okay, he died – not knowing how he died. I still don't know how he died. Uh, how, Eddie or Chris? Okay. But, no, who, no who, 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 you don't know who, uh, who died, Eddie or Chris? Eddie. I know how Chris well, died. Eddie, Eddie actually had a heart attack, an, enlar- an enlarged heart. Um, they found him okay. in his hotel room. Just, just not even like, not even a month ago. Like, it was probably like last week or so. I was in bed laying there and I was watching a video about, um, oh, do you remember Sandman? Yes, ECW Sandman. Yep, ECW Sandman. I was watching a video about him. He still 
circuits and wrestles and does crazy, yeah, crazy he stuff. Yeah, he still does still the independent his, stuff. Yeah, he still bashes his head with the can and everything, cuts his head open. Same old Sandman. Not, not to change the subject, but do you remember when you used to do that as a kid? <laughs> I still do it. I'll do it right now. <laughs> well, no, I'll, I'll do it right like, now. I don't, I don't want a concussion in my podcast. You'll probably see me. Um, um, I remember when you were little, and I'm not changing how to change the subject or anything, but I remember when you were no, little good. taking these pop cans and bashing them over your head. <laughs> monkey see monkey do <laughs> well i mean even as kids we used to wrestle and and yeah no, i know i always s- have to go to the hospital for stitches or something well can can you tell the audience about your your stitches your stories about that you okay so as <laughs> little heathens that we were we were such bad kids Oh, we we weren't bad, but whatever. We weren't Keep bad, but we were a pain in the ass. Okay, yeah, pain in the and ass. And mom, mom will be more than glad to hop on right now and <laughs> say we are absolutely <laughs> pains in the ass. <laughs> we still are to this day. Yeah, yeah. But um, we would always wrestle, and we would use our little stuffed animals too as like props and stuff. But we would. We understood, my, like, my, okay. My, well, well, hold on. Mind you, we're kids. Okay, we're not adults doing this. Yeah. <laughs> talking like from the time that i was four years old all the way up until i was probably like eight or nine we were beating the hell out of each other giving each other their busted lips busted noses black eyes <laughs> but i was usually the one that got the worst of it because i'm six years younger i was actually taller at that point too so i could yeah now now and... if you want to try that i'm gonna put you on your ass <laughs> yeah I, well the thing is i taught you too much and i regret it i, I regret doing yeah that and i taught myself some stuff me. now i'm 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 getting there. I'm, I was a wrestler. Okay. I was, um, but um, my, but mind you, this is my little brother, six years apart. He's I'm 25. Just turned 25 today, actually. Um, happy birthday. He's, thank you. He's 19, so we are six years apart. But anyway, continue your story. I, I just want to give them a little more back of a background of us. Yeah, get let them get to know yeah. us. I know. But anyway, uh, go ahead. The biggest story that I remember. About me having to get stitches, because Lord knows that there was hundreds of those. I've had so many stitches in my head. <laughs> I was going to the hospital, at le- literally, at Weirton, West Virginia Hospital. The doctors there know me by name. I've had an entire family of doctors work on me. I've had the dad, the daughter, and the son all work on me at different periods of time. Dr. Frascardo, I love them. They're amazing. Those are the doctors that whenever – I don't know if you remember this, but whenever I had to get stitches because I busted my eyebrow and I went into the bathroom and plucked them out told, myself them because out, I didn't yeah. like the way they looked. Yeah, you, tell that story. Okay, I don't remember what I did. I'm pretty sure I jumped off your TV stand. And I don't mind you guys, you, and in his room was probably about five and a half feet tall. Like, <laughs> it was a big TV stand. This wasn't no small like – little knee level TV stand. I climbed all the way up to the top of that and I would jump off of it either onto the bed or onto the floor or onto this stuffed animal. Well, this time I'm pretty sure this is what happened. I, I could be wrong, but it's definitely happened before. So I jumped off the TV stand and we had a toy box that was made out of wood, but it had a metal trim around all the edges and we had all of our little <laughs> action figure wrestlers in it. Oh, we had thousands. But more, but <laughs> more, more, yeah. <laughs> but I jumped off the TV stand and I hit the metal edging on that wooden toy box and it split my eyebrow open. And 
as usual, I cried, you know, a little, probably like five years old, six years old, if that. I might have even been younger. So we go to the hospital. We go in, and they're like, why are you back here? You were just here last week for stitching. <laughs> like, <laughs> I jumped off the toy box again. So we go uh, there. I'm Doctor, I'm... It was Dr. Foscardo that did this. Dr. Foscardo comes in. He's like, Jaren, you need to quit jumping off stuff. And you come in here every week for either a knot on your head a big old busted lip or cut eye, like, quit. And I was like, I can't. He stitches can't. me up. They they numbed me up. I, I can't. I can't stop getting hurt. I'm still to this day, I'm accident prone. Like, I need bubble wrap or something. He's like he's like the, uh, the, the, the little version of Jeff Hardy, basically. <laughs> Some of my friends, honestly, the Steve-O of Burgettstown. Uh, yeah, I believe And it. I hate that. I hate to be that because that's just a horrible <laughs> – I, I think it's hilarious because, like, nowadays, like, I don't get hurt as much, but I'm still doing, like, stunts and stuff. Like, I'm – I find cliffs to jump off into into a lake, and it, it, I'm just having fun. Accident-prone. Shut up. <laughs> <laughs> but Fiscardo comes in, and he starts stitching me up. He numbs my eyebrow all up. He, eyebrows all puffy because whenever they inject you with – whatever it's called to numb you up it swells it up right stitches me up he probably puts like five six stitches in there it wasn't horrible but it was just a deep cut sends me home and it was a school night so we get home my mom's like all right go into the bathroom brush your teeth get ready for bed i was like all right i went into the bathroom and i was in there for probably about 20 30 minutes my mom's like what the hell is taking him so long she comes in there and i'm sitting on the bathroom sink in front of the mirror my feet are in the sink just sitting there and I took her tweezers and I yanked, not didn't cut them, didn't untie them, purely just yanked them out of my eyebrow because it was still numb. So I couldn't feel it. And she comes in and she sees me and she goes, what the hell are you doing? I was like, I didn't like the way they looked. So you had to go back. I had to go back the same night, went there, got the same doctor, Mr. Fris- Dr. Friscardo. And he's like, what the actual hell are you doing i didn't like the way it looked he looked at my mom he's like i'm gonna fix his ass this time and then glued it shut and you couldn't do nothing then huh yeah i couldn't do nothing that i tried do you remember splitting your earlobe open uh yeah up in new york whenever we went on vacation we were were at that cabin or something yeah me you and hunter were all wrestling around and you kicked me i remember you kicked me and i hit some chair and it just split my earlobe in two, and it was flapping. <laughs> I don't even know what I hit on that chair that caused it to split like that, but I just remember sl- it splitting, and it just flapped. And oh, then we man. told mom. Do you remember telling mom and sending her a picture, and she was like, no, nah, you don't need stitches, until she I, got well, home l- later that night? Well, honestly, I was so, like afraid to tell mom because, you know, how mom can react. Oh, yeah. And she probably but, like, I, I right called now. her, and I, I like was on the phone with her. I was like, mom, I need to go to the hospital. She was like, what happened? I was like, I split my ear open. And she's like, all right, well, send me a picture. And whenever I sent her a picture, it was straight on. So it didn't look like it was split. It just looked like a little cut on the ear. I then remember she you, finally you were, you came home that night, and I was asleep. I had already fallen asleep. Like, I stopped bleeding with it, and I went to sleep. Well, I was sleeping, and they came home because they went out. It was vacation. They were out having fun with their friends. Right. And they came home, and she seen it, and she woke me up, and she's like, we got to take you to the hospital. Like, is that what happened? Wait, it was, you know, it was so long ago. I don't really remember. Yeah, remember it was like three, you were sleeping. Everybody in the house was sleeping. Everybody in the cabin that we were staying at was sleeping. 
And she wakes me up and she's like, I got to take you to the hospital. We do need stitches in that ear. I was like, I told you. So then we go to the hospital and mind you, we're in, like, we don't know where we are. This is the first time we've ever been up there. We don't know where the nearest right. hospital is. Right. So we finally find it. We get in there. Doctor guy that's coming in to stitch my ear. He's like, so what happened? And I told him the whole story. I was playing with you. You kicked me. Hit the chair, split my ear, all that. <laughs> I'm still confused on how. Okay, I split blame my me. Ear. Blame, okay, blame that me. That is what happened. I mean, I know I was probably doing. I don't remember what I was doing to you for you to kick me like that, but I don't. I, know. You kicked me. I remember oh. it. <laughs> you I'm put your sorry. foot directly okay. in my chest and just yeet pushed me. <laughs> okay, I'm. I'm sorry. I'll apologize all these years later. I'm, I didn't, <laughs> no, I don't you. shut up. <laughs> <laughs> I'll kick you later. <laughs> <laughs> hey just remember it's your 25th birthday you still got 24 more punches i already got you once but you still got 20 more 24 more so yeah so so we have this thing to where um if it's his birthday or my birthday we punch each other for how however how old we are so yeah you still owe me 19 because you did on my birthday yeah but we it's, it's like a, a tradition at this point it, i don't even know where it originated i just remember Somebody I was saying it, and I was like, all right, bet, let's go. <laughs> We've spent how many years beating the hell out of each other? Yeah. They'll start calling us the brain dead boyers. <laughs> Dude, that's already been a thing. Like, that was before <laughs> oh, we were born. Been? What do you mean? <laughs> okay. They're going to start it. It's already. <laughs> well, you used to get called BBB, bad boy boyer, when you were little. Oh, uh, yeah. From, from Grandpa, remember? Yeah, I mean, but. Well, we got called it from Grandpa, but he's the reason we got called it. Well, they just call you Jarhead most of your most of your life too. Yeah, that was Pat Pat, which it's it still it still holds to this day. You know. Yeah, I'm still <laughs> a Jarhead. All right, man. Well, I want to thank you for joining me. Um, that's all the time we have for this episode. I want to thank you for joining me on this episode, though. No problem at all. Anytime. All right, guys, check out Wrestling World every Wednesday. I will be posting a new episode. Give it a listen. Thank you all for listening, and good night.